Is it happy wife, happy life? Mm. Nah. <laughs> or is it happy spouse, happy house? Hello, this is Vincent and Valerie Woodard, and on this episode of Couples Pursuit Live, we're going to discuss whether it should be happy wife, happy life, or happy spouse, happy house. Mm -hmm. I think we've kind of given (laughs) given it away that we don't really subscribe to happy wife, happy life. And um, what do you think, babe? Well, you know, look, before we dive into this conversation, look, Tag somebody else that you know that you will be interested in this post. You know, maybe you might have had this conversation with your friends, family, neighbors, co-workers. Mm-hmm. And also share. Share this post so we can help spread the word of Couples Pursuit. Because we're here to help couples um, get the tools and things they have they can learn from to maintain a successful marriage. So, yes. the term happy life, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. I'm, am, I, I'm used to living that word, actually. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, it's living that world. <laughs> the the it's a the mantra, the mantra happy life, happy wife, happy life kinda kept some men it was like they kept kept them out of trouble. Like they, you know, long as the wife is happy, I won't get fussed at and I can go walk back watching my game and I can, you know, continue to do the things I wanna do and all is well with the world. But it's not true that was it? it wasn't true because you because men have needs too. Right. You know, husbands have needs too. Yes. And now we're in a place where, okay, she's happy, but you're frustrated. And you said, well, I'm not acting frustrated, but it shows it will come out. And that's that's how I was in our situation. Mm-hmm. And I said, I kind of lived in that space because I, it came out in frustration. Mm-hmm. And it came out in a place where, you know, I was like, well, I'm doing the best I can. You know, I'm doing the best. <laughs> but it wasn't, that wasn't, I was just pacifying the issue, man. Yeah, yeah, patching the holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what do you think? Well, it's interesting to me because when I hear the term happy wife, happy life, um, other things like, you know, cheaper to keeper, Mm -hmm. uh, ball and chain, um, it makes me think of negativity. Mm Mm-hmm. And it makes me think of negativity because marriage is supposed to be a partnership. Mm -hmm. And the ways that I've heard it, and one of the reasons why I say negativity is because it has been um, the the purpose behind those statements are, do whatever you do to keep her mouth shut. Mm. I don't want to hear it. Mm. And I think that that's wrong. I think it's negative because a woman has the right to express what it is that she wants, needs, and desires. And expressing those wants, needs, and desires doesn't need to be categorized as nagging. Mm-mm. Now, some women can be nagging. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that was true. And that wasn't the case with you. I wasn't. I wasn't saying that. But yeah. right, right, right. No, yeah. I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure that there were times when I was nagging. Because, I mean, you know, <laughs> listen, I wanted what I wanted, mm-hmm. and I wasn't getting it. And um, and we spent a lot of years in that kind of back and forth. Mm-hmm. And when a man goes to a place where in his body he's going to respond to her in the way that he feels like he has to mm. in order to keep the quote unquote peace. Peace, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but in his mind and in his heart he feels differently. Nobody's being satisfied. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're not really getting the real me. I'm not really doing no. it out of the whole the wholeheartedness of my heart to just make, you know, do what I can to, to be the best person that I can be. Not so much to make you happy. 
Yeah. But just being the best person that I can be, the best husband I can be, the best father that I can be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing it from that place if I was living the, the mantra, happy wife, happy life. I was right. doing it to just make you happy. Not putting my needs to the side, putting my wants and desires to the side. Mm-hmm. And it was more just so maybe, okay, she won't fuss at me. She won't get on me about such right. and such, you know. I was going to say, I'm sorry, go ahead, baby. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying so in that in that response, yeah, I'm... I'm my knees are still there. I put them over here, but they're still, they're right, still you there. Right, still have them. <laughs> yeah, you I still push them to the side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to bring up the point, and uh, feel free to comment in mm-hmm. the chat if you guys have um, opinions about whether you feel like it's okay to feel like, you know, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. Um, happy, uh, yeah, happy wife, happy life. Um, but I... I want to challenge a thought that doing what it is that you feel like the wife needs or or having that idea of, you know, um, I got to do whatever I do. To, I have to do to keep her quiet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not about, you know, satisfying her. It's about, you know, not having to deal with issues. Well, definitely. <laughs> you know, man, those three words... That a woman says to a man that's like kryptonite, like as a four, can we talk? Oh, we need to talk. Oh, we, <laughs> we need to talk. Can we talk? Yeah, that's three words. I'm like, I, I got them four words. We need to talk. We need to talk. We need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, what, what what I have to do to get, to not have to go to the principal's office? To not, to not See, to... <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. Even the fact that it's like the principal's office, because oftentimes, when a woman says we need to talk it's like oh lord <laughs> i'm in trouble well it doesn't always have to be that you're in trouble no. and sometimes it's easier to avoid and it seems easier to avoid an issue than to just confront it mm-hmm. and oftentimes women are, are are more eager to confront the issue talk about what's going on or um we have lots of words yeah. that yeah. men are not really Wanting to hear. <laughs> well, it's, it's not, okay. Well, yes, this is lots of words, but it's also yes. here and to process to, okay. you know, to say, okay, well, either, and then I'm living out of laws and doctrine. I'm like, she said, don't do this this way, you know, don't do that, don't leave the dish rag on the sink or something. You know, it's like, you, you, so now you remember, okay, put my shoes up, leave, don't leave the dish rag, you know, so it's like those things, but. I'm, I still have the way I do things, but it's not really. I think a lot of us men get in trouble when we don't first establish, and this is where I was also living, starting to first establish the vision for the house, and not so much the men, the the couple, the the spouse, help the spouse, mm-hmm. the household. Mm-hmm. Both of you sit down together, establish the vision for the house, because once you get the vision for the house. Then there's some things that maybe the wife wants to do that we're not going to be able to do. And then there's some things that the husband wants to do, the husband wants to do it, and we're not going to be able to do. But we have a vision, and we understand that. It, it really shows up in the beginning mm-hmm. with Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. When, and when God told man, he gave man work. Mm-hmm. You know, he planted a garden, mm-hmm. and then he said he didn't allow the trees to grow because he because he didn't have rain, rain the water, the earth, because he didn't have a man to work the earth. And then he put a man in the middle, in the midst of the garden, mm-hmm. and he told the man to, to, um, 
to work it mm-hmm. and to keep it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us get that. We was actually supposed to cultivate it, but also guard it. Mm-hmm. And with that, all the animals and everything she tried to do to so man needs a suitable helper. You know, he presented a whole bunch of people to Adam, a whole bunch of livestock, I'm sorry, to Adam. And then he said, well, this is no suitable helper. You need someone to help him cultivate the garden and to keep it and to guard it. So once we had the vision, then we can operate out of a lot of things. If, if Adam and Eve both recognized the vision, the serpent would never gotten that close to them because it would have been a case where they could have guarded the vision. The vision was, no, we do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of um, good and evil. I know I'm really going deep, but I think, I think life really changed a lot when we sat down and mapped out our vision for what we wanted, what we want to see as a couple, as a family, you know, as the ministry. When we sat down and mapped out a vision, it's like, okay, well, there's some things that we might want to do. Like, you know, we might want to go to Paris or something. But I right, do. Yeah. <laughs> but right now... It's right not now, in the plan. It's not, not in the plan. It's, it's in the not, plan, but it's not in the work. It's actually part of the vision. <laughs> yes. But it's not It's not that step in the vision right yeah, now. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> and you said, you said, um, I think I missed something you were saying, that God presented the animals to mm-hmm. Adam. Yes. And there was no suitable mate. You mean when he was having him name them? Well, he said before, he said the, um, that he brought the animals we can look it up in this Genesis 7 and he said that um, there was no there was no help helper for the helper man for him okay right and, and then he brought animals mm-hmm. and with that he named all the animals but he, God still found there was no suitable helper for Adam for Adam yeah he, he know and Adam was it was still I love the Bible, y'all. So you have to. You, I don't even say forgive me. Just, just roll with me for a second. Adam and Adam at the time was a name for man and woman. Yeah, Adam means mankind. That's right, mankind. So yeah. it wasn't like um, a man was looking for some livestock to, to help him. No, he was saying like to, to help him cultivate and keep the garden. But he said there was no one better than a woman. Mm-hmm. There was no 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 other thing better than a woman. And once he brought that woman, the man was like, whoa. <laughs> you know. Me like. And, and, and from that, he was able to have the vision and to keep it. And, you know, they had lived prosperous lives. You know, we had that, what happened in the garden with the serpent. But, we, you know, they still talked about, he they lived. Um, she was a help me Yeah, for at him. least 900 more years, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> so, yeah. I say all that to say this. Um, happy... Wife, happy life. If you just concentrating on making your wife happy, first of all, you can't make anybody else. He can't make me happy. Mm-mm. No, you can, you can do some things that she likes. Yeah, I know what she likes, but that's you really shouldn't live in that territory. We should live with. I think it's both of us happy spouse, happy house because we're yeah. we're both together. We're connected. Yes. We are a unit. Right. You know, even with that, even when God separated the man from the woman from man. Um, he said that a man would leave his mother, his mother and father, and would cling to his wife, and they will become one flesh. We're st- so we're still together. We're still, right. when you're with your spouse, you're still one. So the unit needs to be happy. So and that's we- a good example because mm-hmm. when we think about, let's say for instance, if we're talking about the body, mm-hmm. right? And spiritually, we talk about the body of Christ and each part of 
the body has its own function. But when we talk about um, about marriage, which is a reflection of Christ's mm-hmm. relationship with the church, when we talk about marriage and you and I as husband and wife um, become one, uh, you wouldn't feed one part of your body mm-hmm. or wash one part of your body, you know. That's right. Uh, or moisturize one part of your body without the other and if you do you can tell the difference <laughs> wash under one underarm wash one arm and not the other one <laughs> brush your teeth on the bot on the top but not on the bottom Ooh, well, I think some people do that yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm I'm saying that to say when we come together the two flesh become one mm-hmm. right some versions say we become twain mm-hmm. and so for me or anyone for a person to expect within a relationship where husband and wife are no longer two but one mm-hmm. that you the male are always supposed to cater to me mm-hmm. the female mm-hmm. when you what happens when you cut off supply blood supply mm-hmm. death to die. yeah death mm-hmm. happens um you know, at first you get, you know, you get tension, you might get numbness, you might start to turn blue and, you know, then you lose function and then eventually it can die. So mm-hmm. why would I, why would I want him to intentionally put a tourniquet around his heart, his feelings, his emotions mm-hmm. in order that I receive all the blood supply? Mm-hmm. Let's think about another example. That's good, Twins like in the that. womb. Mm-hmm. Sometimes one twin can, can over take life from the other twin mm-hmm. and it's not it's not something that the mother does it's something that happens mm-hmm. but sometimes you'll see one one twin that may not survive the womb and and then if they do survive the womb you may see one twin is larger than the other mm-hmm. something abnormal has happened mm-hmm. and so instead of them being equal even though they shared the same womb the same space one was being fed more than the other person mm-hmm. and that is um it's it's selfish and it's unfair in this way if the intention is that the where the expect, expectation is that the wife feels like well he needs to do whatever he needs to do because I'm the queen and I'm the princess and I you know I was the foolishness we're talking about I'm this and I'm that well if you a queen are you married to a pauper are you married to a king if you married to a king then he deserves just as much love and respect and honor and consideration as you do mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so that's foolishness. Why would you expect the person to do everything for you and you're not supposed to do everything for them? Mm-hmm. And if they don't do it, then you're going to have an attitude. You're going to withhold intimacy. You're going to withhold affection. You're going to withhold um, sex. Why? Mm-hmm. All of that feeds into negativity and division. And then the second point I want to make is this. That's if the woman expects, the first is if the woman expects that the man is supposed to do that. And then secondly, if the man feels like that's his answer to happiness that's his answer to peace that's my that's the way i keep peace in my house i just do whatever she you know whatever i gotta do to shut up (laughs) well what kind of relationship is that and look and look this is so good this is so good thank you so much i see mama on the line how you doing hey mom oh glory y'all she's mama Mama to us and uh, Pat. How you doing, <laughs> Pat? Pat? How you doing, Tabitha? Sis, what's going Y'all on? Y'all tell sis? us what you think about this now. Yeah, Ron, what's hey, up, Ron. sir? What's going on? <laughs> such a such a somebody gr- say something. <laughs> yes, such a great topic, great topic, and yeah. I know uh, the conversation in the men's circle. 
mm-hmm. where uh, I remember you when we talked off camera, and you're like, mm-hmm. "What do you, what do you first think about when you hear the word happy wife, happy um, life?" Mm-hmm. And I told you, honestly, just blurted it out. I was like, "Well, he's whipped," and I'm, you did. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, "He's that person is is whipped." Mm-hmm. And is it blunt when I say that? Because I admitted it. You know, I'm not really talking. I'm not talking about all y'all. I'm talking about, I mean, me too. I was living in a place where, um, okay, as long as she's happy, you know, um, things are, are are good. I don't have because, to hear her mouth. It's a verse of the Bible that I, I, that I, that I, I, I think we, we kind of get it a little twisted. This is Psalms, uh, no, Psalms 128. Okay. It says, how happy is it for, how happy is everyone who fears the Lord, mm-hmm. who walks in his ways? You will surely eat what your hands have worked for. You will be happy and it will go well for you. And the verse 3 says, Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children like young olive trees around your table. So some olive shoots. Some versions say that. In this very way, the man who fears the Lord will be blessed. See, we take that. We see that the, the wife will be like a fruitful vine. So as long as we keep, you know, um, her happy and watered and, and you know moisturized <laughs> no, you know it's so yeah she yeah. but it's a fruitful vine it's from this it's from the union yeah you know if the union is not the union is not fruitful she can't produce and she can't produce the, the children suffer and the whole house suffers so I love the way that verse starts and ends he said how happy is everyone who fears the Lord then it says how blessed is the they say, in this very way, the man who fears the Lord will be blessed. Yeah. So, we have to understand that it starts from the union of us. If, if, we're, if we're good, we're taking care of each other. That's why we started Couples Pursuit. To get to the point where we actually focus on us. Time out for just having to go away and focus on us for one week of a weekend. year. Or one, one weekend. weekend. Yeah, it's not even a week, right? Yeah, it's like 36 hours. <laughs> and then the rest of the <laughs> time, we're just focusing on everyone else and just putting us to the side. Don't need to spend time together, yeah. you know, 20 minutes, maybe eating over dinner, looking at each other, and then we off to bed or whatever. No, time out for that. No, yeah. time out for that. We need to focus on ourselves every day. We are the most yeah. important person. Our union, our, our marriage mm-hmm. is so important to me that... I, I think about it. I wonder what can we do? What what, what can we, you know, if we could just sit together. If I could just see her, if I could just hug her in the morning, if I can just hug her at nighttime, if I could just talk to her, you know, during the day, we do these these things right here because for so long, um, it was like the last thing that we do. We had, we went to work, you know, came home, got dinner ready, you know, focus on so Care many other things, but no, and- uh, we, we lo- yeah. I, I lost focus on being the best, the husband that I can be. And in turn, if I'm the best husband that I can be, then she can be, you know, um, that fruitful vine. Yes. You know, and Mm -hmm. and I want to speak to that because if if um, you hit on something, you know, when you talk about family and I mentioned earlier that um, the marriage relationship is a reflection of Christ's relationship to the church with Mm -hmm. them being. And bring being the bridegroom and the church being the bride. The bride, of course, in this scenario, I'm the bride, but he submitted to God. Mm-hmm. My husband has submitted to God, 
And so because he submitted to God and his principles, not just a, you know, person who said, yes, I want to be saved, not just a person who, you know, goes to church or professes with his mouth, but he's living a lifestyle Mm -hmm. that is after God's heart. If that is who he is, I don't have anything to worry about. Mm -hmm. Does that mean he's perfect? No, but it means his heart is going to be towards God. It's going to be unto righteousness. It's going to be after truth and, and knowledge and wisdom. And so with that knowledge and wisdom, he seeks God for how to govern the household, Mm -hmm. for how to take care of myself and the children, how to take care. When I say take care of me, I don't just mean provide for me financially. Um, but how to take care of my heart Mm -hmm. as well, how to love and and cover and protect me. Mm -hmm. And so then if he feels that way, I shouldn't in turn feel like, well, you better do whatever, (laughs) you know, because I'm this and I'm that. No, we are not supposed to think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. Mm -hmm. We are partners in this relationship. And so that's why I never subscribe to um, happy, happy wife, happy life. Mm -hmm. Um, because what if my husband isn't happy? Mm-hmm. You know, I have an I have a responsibility to to um, to be light and life light and life to him as well. Mm-hmm. You know, life giving to him when he gives me something. Is it miles miles more? What's the fringe? What's the quote? Um, when you give a woman something, she multiplies it. Yeah, Miles yeah, Monroe. Yeah, Miles Monroe um, talks about that, and so. The fruitful vine, um, it it uh, it supports that statement mm-hmm. because he nurtures me That's and right. loves me and waters me, mm-hmm. you know, with the word mm-hmm. and with uh, faith. And now, and now, now <laughs> it wasn't always that way. And when he didn't, <laughs> and when he didn't, it showed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it showed. We did not have uh, a, the cohesiveness that we have now because no. I I could not trust that he would always cover me or protect me emotionally mm-hmm. because the anger was there mm-hmm. um, the frustration that he talked about was there the misconception that he needed to do whatever he had to do to keep me quiet or to keep me um, happy mm-hmm. so that he wasn't in the principal's office so to speak <laughs> and it was it couldn't be farther from the truth it's mm-hmm. not that I wanted you know him to be perfect I just wanted to be loved and respected and honored you know, and cherish, and and I wanted to give him that same thing back. So, um, so we say happy spouse, happy house. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think uh, I, I I told a man this on, on a um, consultation that we had that I had actually had with him myself. Oh yeah. I told him I said, look, you know, um, happy marriages make happy families. Happy families make happy communities. Okay. Better marriages make better families. Better families make better communities. Better communities make better cities. Better cities make better um, nations. Nations. And a better nation is better for everybody. You understand what I'm saying? It starts to me. Now, I'm saying it because I just know it's true for me. I know it's true in my heart. And I hope it's true for you. But it starts with the the marriage. It's you working on, on yourself and you working with your partner with your spouse mm-hmm. and once you get that 
you know, it's not just about you you being happy and me, you know. I know we got compromise. I know we got the things, you know, sometimes we're not just always going to agree about how to do everything, you know. But the thing is about we do have to work together. And it's, and it's not a, okay, well, as long as she's happy, I'm going to be all right. Well, mm. you all right doesn't do anything for her. No. <laughs> it, might, it might help that moment, but, but you know, the... You're, you're you're cutting off the the blood circulation, like my wife said. Mm-hmm. When you it's going to come out in, every, yeah, in other ways. It's going to slowly see that. die. Yeah. I'm either either I'm going to see it or I'm going to feel it. Mm-hmm. Because if someone feels like they're beholden to you, like they're responsible to you for every little thing, and it's like, well, my needs are never going to be met. How much communication do you think is there? Mm. How much openness and intimacy is, you know? lives in that space Mm-mm. it's not it, it not can't it's not a lot Mm-mm. and i urge you sit down if you're married to sit down with your um, spouse mm-hmm. and we had a great interview with dr um bonnie mm-hmm. and and she said to actually sit down with your spouse Let's ask them, okay, like Dr. Carol. Dr. Carol, I'm sorry about that, Dr. Carol, if you're watching. (laughs) But it's uh, (laughs) sit down with your spouse and ask them, you know, what can I do for you? Like, what can I, you know, what do you need from me? And I thought that was such a real conversation. And it's probably something that you're like, well, I don't know if I want to ask that question. What kind of spouse (laughs) am I I to you? Mm -hmm. How do I show up? Yeah. For you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. the answer might surprise you. It might not, you know, you might think it's bad. You might think it's maybe she's probably going to demand a lot from me. No, because I, I think deep down that she wants a healthy marriage. You want a healthy marriage. And you, if there is an issue, we need to talk about it. It's a, right. it's a, um, it's an opening to discuss, right. you know, those issues. And no, we don't blurt them all out. Well, yeah, you did this, and you did that, and you did this, and you did that. No, and another thing. You know, I think the best way to ask was, um, what, like, what do you need from me? Right. What can I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, not just what I think about you. No, what, what, what do you need? What kind of spouse am I? What kind of husband am I to you? And you will be amazed at the dialogue that takes place. Yeah. And what kind, what, what, what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's a, it's a simple question. And I know I said it a couple times, but oftentimes we get into a relationship and we don't talk about our expectations. Mm-hmm. We just get into, and it's like, oh, well, we like each other. Mm-hmm. You know, the fire started, you know, we, we want to be together. It's obvious. Um, you, you know, we have kids and life goes on and then you, you know, you get a home and you have jobs and then, you know, all these things that come to consume your life. But what is it that you expect mm-hmm. from your husband or your wife? Yeah. They need to know that. And then you need to know whether or not they're equipped to give you the things that you expect. Are your expectations realistic or unrealistic? Mm-hmm. Right? Are you expecting your husband or your wife to do something for you that they don't have the capacity to do? Or something is that is um, unfair mm-hmm. to them? Mm-hmm. You know, and when you do that, you begin to discover one another. And we should be vulnerable enough and, and um, flexible enough to allow uh, room for improvements and room for discussion and room for um, discovery 
in our relationships and not just expect that whoever you have made them up to be in your mind is who they are. Mm-hmm. How many times have, have you had a thought and not expressed it and then that person did something that totally dispelled your thought? Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I thought they felt like this or that. Mm-hmm. You know? And they didn't respond to you that mm-hmm. way. So imagine if you have the discussion. Yeah. And you tell them what you what you want, need, and desire. And ask them, what do you want, need, and desire? And, and, and it's, it's so amazing how, how like, so you'd be surprised. It's so amazing. I told you at the beginning of the video, you know, that I actually lived in a space, happy wife, happy life. And you were surprised. But I it's, was. It's, it's amazing how <laughs> you actually didn't live for the place. Yeah, yeah, you butter. Yeah, you rub my feet. Yeah, you cook the dinner. No, no you actually came back like I see you frustrated you know I see something is not like totally joyful inside of you and you kept like you know coming like trying to figure out what what was What's it you know on? what was and I'm like I'm, I'm good I'm alright I'm good I'm alright I say I'm it good. I'm, <laughs> I'm alright I'm alright okay I'm alright and all right. I'm good <laughs> but you know so she didn't live in that place where you know like yeah you butter hair no she was like mmm Still, it's it ain't. Something. He was checking all the boxes, mm-hmm. but he wasn't um, at peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He so. At peace. Wow, it's a great conversation. I urge you to please to um, let us know what you think. You know. Yeah. Uh, how about your situation? Well, and Ronald said yes. Happy spouse, happy. House. I love that. Right, I love that. That's I exactly love that. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. Family's so true. Yes. Good yeah. evening. Tap to say good evening. Thank y'all so much. Yeah. And hey, look, thank you again for joining us. We have we offer a free masterclass, mm-hmm. and I urge you. I'm gonna put the link in the description on effective communication. On effective communication, mm-hmm. because these topics and much, much, much more um, need to be discussed in a calm way, in a caring way, in a nurturing way, in a productive way, in an in, in effective way. <laughs> and so we did, it's free. All you have to do is, is go sign up. I will put the link in the description. And I, I guarantee I guarantee you will learn something from it. You can watch it by yourself. You can watch it with your spouse. Um, maybe you can watch it. They, I don't know, but I just urge you, who, wherever order you watch it, to at least talk about it with your um, your other. And whether you're you're engaged, you're married, you're you know separated, you're trying to go through some stuff, and you're working some stuff out. I, this we it, it's if we had you for thirty minutes, uh, this would be some of the things we would have told you in our free. But also with that, it's an opportunity to work with us. So just go to that link that I post below when I post it. And um, just click on the link and watch the video. Let us know what you think. And if you want a chance to work with us, um, we'd be more than welcome to talk to you. All right. All right. Well, mm-hmm. until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. See you next time on Couples Live. Bye. Bye.